0: Just got done doing Thanksgiving, and we're supposed to be thinking on Thanksgiving of all the things. All the, it's supposed to be a time of reflection. It's supposed to be a time of thinking back. Again, I talked about the last time we were all together, about looking back and not longing for the past. It's not. It's not that we're not longing for what happened. We're looking back and we're giving thanks and. There was this pastor on Sunday morning that mentioned Psalms 100. And so I I went and I'm going to start us off with that today. Psalm 100. Shout for the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with your joyful songs. Know that the Lord is our God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever and his faithfulness continues through all generations. We just praise praise God right now. Just thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for everything that you've given us over this past year. Glory to the Lord! Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So, Amen, Lord, Amen. So, when we just start thinking about all the things we're, we're thankful for, you know, I, I I just think about new houses. I think about our health. Jesus died on a cross for our health. Last night, we were going uh, to being a little bit under the weather, and we said, no. Jesus died on a cross for us, and not only did he do it for our salvation, he did it for our health. And so we cast that away last night, and both of us are healthy and full of energy today. Enough energy that I was climbing up on a ladder cleaning my chimney. You have to have a lot of energy to do that because nobody wants to do that job. We thank him for God's grace. God's grace. Every day we thank God for his grace because without his grace... We have nothing because none of us, none of us are worthy to be in his presence. None of us. Without his grace, without Jesus' grace, we thank him for this church. Not the building, but the people. This family is amazing. And we thank him every week for that and every day. We thank for prosperity but then we start getting into the people, like I said, the church family. We thank for, for our family. We thank God for our friends. Is there somebody that you guys are thankful for? You can think of off the top of your head. I can rattle off a list a mile long. I'm sure you guys can too, right? I can all day. It's easy. It's easy. I look at everybody in this room. I'm thankful for each and every one of you guys. I can start thinking of my family and all the people I'm thankful for there. What about our frenemies? What about our enemies? Are we thankful for them? Do we need to be thankful for them? Our frenemies, a frenem- just so everybody knows what a frenemy is, just in case that's a new term for you, a frenemy is a person who is friendly or cordial with someone, but who is actually antagonistic or competitive. Okay? So a frenemy. What about our enemies? One who feels hatred towards us, intends injury, or opposes us. They're a foe. Why are we thankful for them? They make us better. They make us better. We are better because of them. Because without them, we might be just happy, rolling along, doing the same old thing. We might be content with being minimalistic, but because we sit back and we see somebody else doing it, and they're antagonizing us. Antagonistic is somebody in in chemistry, and antagonist is something that causes a reaction. So an antagonistic causes a reaction. It causes you to move forward. It causes you to change. It causes you to think. How many of you ever met somebody that was a frenemy or enemy and then discovered that we're actually just like them. So we need to stop looking at the bad in our frenemies and enemies. We need to start looking at the good. Romans 8 28, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Are you guys called according to his purpose? Absolutely. Do you guys love God? Absolutely. So everything that is being done is being done for your good. Amen. God is taking care of us every day. Every solitary day. Genesis fifty twenty says, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. You would not be where you were at if you didn't have the antagonists in your life from before. You wouldn't be here. We're all here because of what we had, because of the things we came through, because of the people that were surrounding us. And I thank God for those people. I thank God every day. And you know what? When I thank God for them, it really makes it easy for me to forgive them. Because at the time, they didn't have my best interest at heart. But that's okay. God did. God did. God says we should care about our enemies. We should absolutely be showing love toward their enemies. Luke 6, 27 and 28. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Pray for them. They're not at the same place you are. Luke thirty five thirty six. but you love your enemies. Do good and lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your father is merciful. Hate the sin, love the sinner. Be merciful to those people. Forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. A prime example from a man that was in excruciating pain. And he said, forgive them. They don't know what they've done. We need to do the same thing. Sometimes that's hard. It's hard in the moment, right? It's very difficult. Love your enemies. Do nice things for them. Be thankful for them. And it got me thinking. All of this talking about being thankful for others really got me thinking on how do I make myself better so that you guys are all thankful for me the thought, I was going down the road and I was sitting there going, well, what about my enemies? I want to make my enemies thankful for me. How do I make my enemies thankful for me? I thought, you know what, maybe if I'm nice, maybe if I give them gifts, maybe if I provide them support. What more can somebody do to make somebody thankful for them? Can you? Can you force somebody to be thankful for the things you're doing? Not at all. They have free will. Galatians five thirteen. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. We're called to be free, all of us. But do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. We're in a different place, some of us than maybe some of our enemies are. We can't make them be thankful for us. They have free will. But we still need to serve one another humbly in love. We need to show them that love even when they don't want to show it back. Even when they want to hate us. They will know we are Christians by our love. Because that's what we're all about. We're supposed to love. That got me really thinking that maybe some of these people that are my friends and enemies, maybe, like I said, maybe they need to be forgiven. Maybe I'm thinking of a front of me and an enemy because I haven't forgiven them yet. Maybe I haven't forgiven them for not being thankful for me. Just think about that and let that ruminate as you're moving through. Is there any people like that in your life? The enemy's game is to keep us focused on the things others do not want us to be thankful for. That's the game. If we can get caught up in all these little things in trying to make other people happy, but they're not happy, and then we're, we're starting to get caught up in that trap of not being thankful, the enemy's winning. The devil is winning. We need to go to God, thankfully. We need to be thankful and appreciative for what we have, not what we have perceived our enemies have taken from us. So when you sit back and you start looking back at your year, and you're thinking of your frenemies and your enemies, and you're thinking, you know what? If I would have just done this and not let that person get to me, I would have this. Or if this person didn't do that, I would have this. What are you doing? You're getting stuck in that past again, ruminating and longing for the things that you lost. That's not the direction God wants us to go. Are we choosing the sinful nature then? Are we choosing the flesh? When we get ruminating on the things that we've lost, we start thinking about the things we want, not what we need, and that's God. Could it be holding on to anger from a past misunderstanding? Maybe we believe that person is holding on to their sinful nature and being selfish. You ever think that when you're at the Thanksgiving table and you just had a conversation with somebody and you're looking over at them and you're going, well, I think they're being selfish. Maybe God is looking down on you and saying, You're being judgmental. You're not in their shoes. Stop thinking for them. Think for yourself and forgive them. I saw a meme the other day. It stated repetitive complaining will attract things that you complain about. Repetitive thankfulness will attract things to be thankful for. When you complain, and complain, and complain, what do you always find? There's always something else to complain about. We need to choose thankfulness. It's a choice. We have free will too. We need to choose thankfulness. It's not just the people that we're trying to make thankful. We have it. It's there. Choose it. We may be the problem. Colossians 3.12, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. We must clothe ourselves in patience. We must be the light in the darkness. A lot of people, we're the only light they're going to see. Matthew 5.16, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. You show your thankfulness to God by being that light, by living that life, by being a witness and being the light for God. Matthew seven seventeen through 20. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but bad trees bear bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will be known by your fruits are you a good fruit or a bad fruit i believe everybody everybody here is a good fruit but we got to be that light shining we got to bear that fruit we got to be thankful so how do your enemies feel about you who cares they have free will you're the light If they don't want to see that light, they're in a different spot, and that's okay. But you will continue to be that light because that's what we're called to do. John 13.35, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. As Christians, we are going to be the light. We are going to be the love. And we're going to stay positive. We're going to bear the fruit of the spirit, not the fruit of the serpent. Don't stop focusing on pleasing other people. Stop caring if they are pleased or not. And just do the right thing. Don't look for the approval of man. Help people regardless of the awards and pats that you get on the back. Because think about what thankfulness is. Thankful is defined as aware and appreciative of a benefit. So we're appreciating the benefits we get from our enemies. We're appreciating the benefits we get from our friends. We're appreciating what we get from God. But when we're being nice to other people, are we getting benefits back too? What if we don't get that pat on the back? Is it okay not to get the pat on the back? Yeah, because God is going to bless us. We're not worried about the humans patting us on the back. We're waiting for that day. We walk up to heaven and God says, thank you, good and faithful servant. So forgive your enemies and bless them. One Peter three nine. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with a blessing because this You were called so that you will inherit a blessing. You are going to inherit blessings as you bless other people. When you see the appreciative, the thankfulness that you get from people, it does help. But you don't need it. That's not why you do things. I couldn't find the Bible verse that talked about, uh, but it talked about the Sadducees. And the Pharisees and, and the rich men as they went into the church and they paid their temple tax and they paid their, their tithes and they made it known for everybody to see. I can't remember the verse, but then the poor, someone poor going in there, you know, they, they quietly give their money. That's more money than percentage-wise than what that rich man is giving. But they wanted to make a show of it. So what are the motivations that you're giving? other people. Make sure it's motivated correctly because God knows your heart. He's the only one that knows your heart. We have the free will to be thankful. We also have the free will to be bitter. I recommend that we choose thankfulness. Lord, I want to be a blessing to everybody I encounter. Lord, help us remember all we have to be thankful for The good and the bad. Lord, we forgive our enemies and our frenemies. We pray for blessings on their lives. We pray for all things that we want to be blessed with. Everything that I want, Lord, I want my enemies and I want my frenemies to have. Keep us ever mindful of the love that you gave us unconditionally when you went to that cross, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Amen.